Hello everyone, I'm here with Brandon. I'm sorry, I just, <laughs> I wanted to try that voice, it didn't work. Uh, Trying to do like NPR. Yeah, NPR. Good afternoon. Good afternoon everyone. Christians with titties. This is already has taken a bad turn. This is already, this has lost all 15 Christian, Christian listeners. Christians with titties. With titties. This Sunday on Fox. I'd watch that. I think so. I'd definitely watch that. As long as Octavia Spencer's on it. Yes. I think How you doing? I'm good, man. Well, can I ask, you said you were doing stuff right before this? Yeah, I was delivering cheesecake, because that's what do I you, do. Do you make, you make cheesecake? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, How long have you been? I've cheesy? only been doing that for like four or five months, I think. Yeah. It started out. I was just like doing it as a hobby because I like mm. making, and then the more people that tried them, they were like, "Yo, you should sell these," and I was like, "Bet." Damn. So, yeah. So now you're selling them. Yeah. Man. How much uh, cheesecakes? What prices price? vary, but I do uh, I do full size cheesecakes and then I do cheesecake bites. So I sell like <sighs> a fuck? dozen cheesecakes. Cheesecake bites, they're like like that big. Ooh. Yeah. They're they're pretty big. They're, uh-huh. they're, they're like several bites. It's not just one bite. Uh-huh. Um, and I make them in like muffin pans. Uh-huh. And I sell them by the dozen. Yeah. They're Fuck. big they're a big hit. Do you uh how are you telling people about it? Just word of mouth? Oh uh, uh, well, I recently made an Instagram page for this. It's a business, but I don't have like the, the licensing. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I still need to do that, but so I just call it like my little hustle. Yes. But it's called the Baking Lotus because I'm all about Zen, <sighs> perfect, and peace and love and all of that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I made an Instagram page. It's literally just at the Baking Lotus. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mainly rely on social media and word of mouth because a lot of my customers are Greek. So, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just spreads. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, he does this, he does all of this. So, yeah. Uh, so, to give everyone a background of how we met, mm-hmm. uh, it was through Greek life. Yes. Uh, with your fraternity and my fraternity. Yes. Um, you're one of the few people I still talk to uh, after <laughs> graduating. Um, I'm honored. Yeah. And so, uh, it was just fun talking shit. And um, those were the days, man. Yeah. And Back when people it, weren't sensitive. Woo! Oh my god. Ooh. It's funny so, talking about that now. Like, I tell younger Greeks, especially like my brothers and your brothers, and like, I remember when it was like 8 6 fam. Mm-hmm. So it was like all of us, uh-huh. all of us talking shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and I tell the younger ones now, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, it was all of us. And no one said anything because no. they were, they liked us, but then they were also, like, we were all. The best shit talkers. Yes, so, it no. was perfect. And it was would, perfect. Like no one could say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. Yeah, we had probates. Yeah. Uh, we would just talk Events. shit, but we. I feel like the thing under it was we, we respected each other's or Yeah. We definitely. Knew you guys were hardworking, and it was yeah. just that love was there. Yeah. Um, definitely. But yeah, it is weird when. You know, I'll go to open house now. Uh, I'm 57 years old. I'll go to open house now. And I hope I see some people. I definitely hope I see you. And then yeah. I just go, oh, fuck yes. Because yeah. I know all these tiny people. I don't know. I just... Yeah, when I walk in, I look for the old heads. And yes. usually our tables are usually not that far apart. Right, right. So I'll walk in and I just do a quick scan. And then I see you and I'm like, oh, thank God. Yes. Oh my lord. <laughs> and then the shit talking commences yeah. instantly. Right then. And 
I feel like my younger brothers, when I walk in, they're like, it's a mixture of, oh, snap, B's here. And then, oh, shit, here he goes. <gasps> yeah? He's going to start. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that, too, with my younger brothers. Uh, they, I find it sometimes hard to talk, with the, even at interest mm-hmm. events. Yeah. Uh, trying to talk to him because I I'm older now, so yeah. when they're like, I want to get fucked up, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> a, a bottle of wine, <laughs> right? Oh my god, does I just anyone want... watch Insecure? <laughs> like I don't. And so it's yeah. there's that I noticed that uh, little yeah. gap there. Um, and then also, what it inspired me to do this was, you did an event for us. Yeah. You you spoke uh, yeah. you and Jasmine. Yeah. Um, a spoken word event. Yeah. And Which so I, I was honored to do that. That was fucking cool. When yeah. they told me they were doing a spoken word uh, workshop, and they said they got some people, I said, oh, all right. And then when I walked in and I yeah. thought it was you, I shit my pants. <laughs> like, out of joy, shit my pants. Just, like, ah, ah. I can't hug anybody. So that's why I didn't want to perform oh, at first. No. I was like, well, they're going to know. Um, so then I, I was like, fuck. And then I, to hear you open up, mm-hmm. I was like, I got to fucking talk to him. Yeah. Um, just like this. Yeah. Um, and so with, I'm probably going to ask you questions you already answered at the event. but That's just, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just give a little bit of background. How long have you been, been writing? How did you even get into uh, spoken um, word? Well, when I was younger growing up in L.A., I, I feel like it's typical. Well, the stereotype is that black men are angry and a lot of us are Uh and as a kid I was very angry and I've never been a fighter so like I just had all this pent up rage and I'm like what do I do with it Mm -hmm. Um, my mom had actually showed me uh, poetry books that my dad had written and I never had a relationship with him but she had those books so I'm like reading through found one that was dedicated to me and I was like oh shit yeah. What? Like, yeah. I'm in this book. Damn. Whoa. Holy yeah. shit. And apparently he wrote it, I think, the same week that I was born or something like that. Okay. Or somewhere around there. Um, so, yeah, I read that and I was like, holy shit. I was like, maybe I should try this. Like, try mm-hmm. writing some poetry. And I wrote some little bullshit. I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. But I think I had to have been like maybe 11 or 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. And then once... I got to like my sophomore year of high school, I think that's when I kind of started taking it a bit more seriously. Took a creative writing class in high school. Yeah. And we would do these things where we would just write something and share it with the class because the class was like 10, 15 kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, thank God for going to a very small high school. Um, like my graduating class was. 120 kids yeah and at that time Damn. at that time That's... that was the largest class that my oh. high school had had yeah <laughs> yeah so it just it worked out and like I got to hone my skills did a poetry club with some of my close friends there and then just kept writing like and then with going to college I, I always wrote mm-hmm. I always wrote stuff was shared with my mom and then it became something that I used to cope with just life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I didn't know at the time was depression. Yeah. So, yeah, it became something that I did to, you know, deal with the low days. Yeah. And I found that I could, like, speaking has never been an issue for me, but I could always write what I was feeling way better. 
yeah. so much better. And then like it became a thing where I would write stuff and then read it to my mom, and it was about like some really deep shit, and she'd be like, "Whoa." Mm -hmm. wow that was really good and I'm like but this is how I feel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is in my mind this and heart my, this is in my mind and my heart like, <laughs> this is what I'm feeling yeah um, and yeah and it, it throughout the years especially once I joined my fraternity I started performing more and more but performing always terrified me so I wouldn't do it uh -huh. I'd find some reason not to perform and then really just in this last year I started really really taking it seriously so yeah. I've been writing forever but it wasn't until recently that I really like really took it seriously it's like oh I can get my name out there right um because I would always do something <laughs> as a student I was very lazy okay. so yeah <laughs> um there were a few times where we had some kind of project for like personality or some shit like that because I was an education major mm -hmm. so they wanted us to be expressive to interact with students and my fallback was always poetry like yeah, yeah. people would come up with powerpoints and some kind of presentation I'd go up there and just read some poetry mm -hmm. and I wrote one about teachers called We Must Learn mm -hmm. and I know I have it somewhere probably on Facebook or something but <laughs> I writ I wrote that I was on the light rail writing it. Yeah. And <laughs> I got to class and when it was my turn like I never spoke in class. So when it was my turn to present, um a few people had gone and they had like done these extravagant ass posters and all kind of shit. Uh -huh. And I was like, So I actually wrote a poem? <laughs> like yeah. I didn't do any of that shit. I just I wrote a poem and they were like, Okay. And the, I have a history of small classes, holy shit. In my cohort, there was 15 of us. Mm -hmm. And so there's 15 of us, four of them are guys. Yeah. Two of them are people of color. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe three. But it was crazy because I get up there in front of this class and I'm just like, so. Yeah, I wrote this poem. I hope y'all like it. <laughs> and I read it. And there were girls in the front row, like, in tears. My professor was standing in the back, and she was like, whoa. Damn. And I was like, I wrote this on the uh, uh, yeah. like, like, it's good, and it's heartfelt, but I wrote this a few hours ago. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and my, I remember my professor being like, you never speak, but you have this. Like, right, right. I need yeah. to hear more. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, God, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I pass the uh, assignment? Just let me know if I pass or not. <laughs> just let me know if I pass. But a lot of them, they wanted a copy of it. Oh. Like, just for the... Because I guess it was like... It was inspiring mm -hmm. for teachers. Because, like, being a teacher fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It does. <laughs> especially in this state. Uh, oh, yeah. It sucks. And so, with our cohort, it was already sucking. Because uh -huh. we were already being really restricted. Our classes were... A fucking mess. Okay. So it was literally just a message like, yo, you're doing good in the world. Stick this shit out. People need you. Mm -hmm. So all of my friends in that class, they wanted a copy of it. So I like, emailed it to everyone, oh, which great. I wish I had like gotten some kind of copyright or something for that. Yeah. Someone's going to release it out there. Yeah. I noticed that too when I'm teaching my kids and we'll mm -hmm. go to trainings and stuff and they'll... 
they'll tell us like the little songs you could do with each yeah. letter and I, I said ah oh, fuck that and so my, my thing is theater mm-hmm. so we always act out the stories yeah. or we always yeah. do stuff like that something and engaging yeah so and I, I I get what you're saying about if you feel it directly mm-hmm. it's yeah it, it turns out amazing yeah definitely yeah yeah and then I I definitely um I wouldn't say you half-assed the poem you you really tried genuinely right. with the poem but right. when you say I fucking wrote this shit on the library. <laughs> like, and so when I make up an activity and the teacher's like, oh, how'd you think of that? And I go, I'm just, we're just having fun. I don't know. Like, That's what it is. It's, it's just, just fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Something, something you said, I want to say it was in the last episode of the podcast. Um, you're saying that like, you like interacting with the kids and you pretty much put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I fucking love that because when I was doing that, I did the same exact thing. Yeah. And like, one thing I've learned with kids is they really genuinely appreciate oh. when you, you get to their level. Yeah. To like, okay, someone understands me. Right. I'm not just crazy. I'm not being talked <laughs> down to. Right. From a, yeah. Like, for me, I don't know if it's like this for you, but I always like the bad kids. Yes. I always like the bad kids mm-hmm. because usually. It's not that they're not smart. Mm. They're not stimulated. Mm-hmm. And so I remember having two students in particular um, who were the troublemakers. Like, as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, uh-huh. it's you two. Yeah. And so my mentor teacher, like, she didn't know what to do with them. And I was like, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. I got this. And it was it was mostly white kids. And, of course, these are two of the few children of color. Mm-hmm. So... I talk to them like they're my siblings. So it wasn't like... And I, I've i always hated being called like Mr. Adams or, or Mr. Smith or whatever. I always say Mr. Brandon. Because mm-hmm. it, it leaves a level of familiarity mm-hmm. for them. So it's still a matter of respect, but they know my first name. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not even... I'm not even certified yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? um, but with them, I remember I would do certain exercises with them or I would do things a certain way that would get them engaged. So if they were acting out something or if I was picking their brain and it was always something extra. Yeah. But my, I remember my mentor teacher being like, whoa, I've never seen them this quiet. Like their brains are coming up. And I'm like... Well, yeah, because I'm engaging with them, and like I get it, you can't you can't necessarily do that with every student, uh-huh. especially when your your class is crowded. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where you know you you tend to notice the flaws with the education system and just what teachers have in place. Yeah, and it was cool to be able to spin that. Mm-hmm. But I ended up changing my major to education studies because I realized like, oh, I'm gonna hate this. Oh, yeah. Because I was able to do that then, but I remember having meetings with other teachers and, like, professors and shit, and they were like, yeah, you won't be able to do that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? Like, the kids need this, and it's proven that it works for them. Uh-huh. Why can't I do this? Like, they had restrictions on, like, I wanted to teach the kids poetry, simple stuff, like haikus or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like this would the way I had it structured, it would have covered so many bases at once, and the kids wouldn't have even noticed. And I remember like I want to say it was the principal or somebody came in and they were like, "No, you can't do that." I'm like, "Why?" Because it doesn't follow the standards. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you serious? Y'all are so concerned with following these bullshit standards 
you don't care about the kid's actual education. That's why your test scores are shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a meeting with, um, I had gotten into it with the head of the cohort, who was one of the professors. He was a piece of shit. Um, and I found out that he's notorious in that cohort because he made it. Mm-hmm. And he's a terrible professor, but he's tenured. So they Fuck. couldn't, so they do, can't do, they do, couldn't do anything. They did a, they, he filed a professional improvement plan on me, which means I was that close to being kicked out of the program. Yeah, pissed me off because we had a disagreement. Mm-hmm. He was teaching based on his opinion out of a book that he wrote. Oh, good. Yeah. Real yeah. nice. Real yeah. nice. <laughs> and I called him on his shit because mm-hmm. I finally just, I snapped. I was like, no, yeah, this yeah. Is, you're wrong. Right. You're telling your opinion, but you're presenting it as facts. And I remember we had this whole back and forth in the classroom. And, like, my classmates were like, he's right. Like, uh-huh. yeah. But, of course, the one black guy there, and I'm in the back, <laughs> and I finally just lost it. Because he told me I was going to be a bad teacher. Oh, that's a great, yeah, yeah, great thing I, to say to somebody. But I just, I lost it. <laughs> I yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, I think, like, the following day... I had to meet with the heads of the education department. And I don't even remember the lady's name. They were wonderful. And I told them, I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look, I'll switch my major to ed studies. And I, because I had a full-on plan as far as my career. I was like, I'll switch my major to ed studies. I go back for my master's and get that in like creative writing or something like that. I'll just skip elementary ed altogether. And they were like, cool, that actually sounds really good for you. Yeah. Because I told them my concerns. I told them the issues, and they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He made Shoulder shrug. And I, would, I asked them, I was like, why? Y'all know he's an issue, right? And they're like, yeah. You're not the first student that we've had in here because of this. And I was like, why is he still here? Right. And they're like, he's tenured. He made the program. And I was like, Fucking hell. Like, goddamn. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we were only, at that time, we were only like maybe the second or third uh, iteration of that cohort. Yeah. And it was, it was bringing, the specific cohort was art in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So you would, so, you, you would so you think, think, you would have all poetry, the freedom yeah. to do poetry, music, whatever. Uh-huh. Nah. <laughs> No. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. So terrible. Serena, Fuck yeah. the state. <laughs> uh, and it sucks too when, when educators from a different culture, mm-hmm. I'm a white, so uh, they when they work with uh, people of color, mm-hmm. and but they're trying to look at it through their, where they come from mm-hmm. and not meeting the kids where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then culturally you're missing these kids. Exactly. And you're trying to teach them one way. Yeah. And it's and not. It, just, it doesn't work. And It doesn't work. When you, it's frustrating when someone's so saying something. Damn, <laughs> I can't believe that happened. It's so frustrating. And it's, it goes back to, like, I like to think of things in a broad scope. So, of course, it reminds me of just the very fabric of society. And it's like, you mean well. Yeah. I know you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you are erasing everything about these students. You are coming into these communities because mm-hmm. you're part of Teach for America or something like that, and you mean well, but you're not engaging them on their level. You're not relating right. to them. When they look at you, 
they don't see someone that they relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, they just see an authority figure. And then here comes Mr. Brandon, mm-hmm. who, you know, wears jewelry and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets me. Yeah, and now now they're more receptive to learning. But now you have a chip on your shoulder because you can't teach your class. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> you have a master's degree. Yeah, how, yeah. Yeah, you can't understand basic human interaction with eight-year-olds. Right. Come on. Because you wrote a book. Because you wrote a book. Because you wrote a book. That's That's why. You need to write a book, Brandon. God damn it. I do. I need to write a book. Son of a bitch. I mean, I do want to write a book of poems, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Doing it, writing in high school, um, did you have a group of friends who... We're cool with it, and uh, another th- theme that was at the event that you, you brought up a lot was vulnerability. Yeah. And I remember when I would write, or when I would try to talk with um, my male friends, right? Mm-hmm. They'd say, that's gay, don't, what? Yeah. what? Yeah. That's gay, man. And yeah. so, yeah. so yeah. then I kind of stopped, or I would write in secret, but I definitely right, didn't right. tell anybody about it. Oh, uh, how was your social circle? My group of friends, okay, so my high school was weird. Mm-hmm. My high school was designed for all the smart kids in the hood, basically. So we were all nerds. All oh. of us. Yeah. And like, some of us were like cool nerds, of course. But my specific group of friends, we were weird. Like, we were that cross between like the cool nerds and the really odd. Uh, yeah. Like, running like Naruto. <laughs> <with nerds. laughs> yeah, yeah, we were like a cross between those. Uh-huh. So. We're in this interesting middle ground. So, like, our whole shit was being different. Mm-hmm. So, we liked, you know, alternative hip-hop and shit like that. We were listening to shit like fucking Radiohead and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we just, it sounded good to us. So, with my group of friends, there was a couple of them that were like, oh, you write poetry, oh, that's gay. Right. But then they quickly changed their tune because they're like, wait, actually, this is kind of dope. Mm-hmm. So it was like a good, like maybe eight of us, I think, and pretty much all of us wrote something. Right. And what we would do is we would have our own little kickbacks. And I, I know, matter of fact, let me see if I can find it. I have this picture on Facebook of me reading some poetry, and it's actually at one of those kickbacks. I have notifications. Who are you? Um, <laughs> I love those. <laughs> like who? When, who is this? Uh, let me see. Go to my page. That's not what I wanted to do. It's just a, a bunch of dick pics right now. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm narrating don't, for the listeners. It's don't dick tell pics, the listeners. Pictures of puppies. Yeah, dicks puppy and, dicks. Dicks and puppies. Dicks and puppies. And puppy dicks. He makes cheesecake, everybody. Oh my god, where the fuck is this picture? Oh, my puppy dick sounds very, very dirty. Um, because you're talking about a, a puppy that's true. penis. That's true. Puppy penis. Puppy penis sounds adorable, though. Kind of. It. Yeah. I think it's the <laughs> P sounds. Puppy yeah. Penis. The the alliteration. But when you go puppy dick. Uh, yeah. That's it, gets, what it, it gets very it sounds, vulgar. It sounds vulgar, and it sounds like a guy named Chad. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Fucking <laughs> Chad. Fuck Chad again. I think I've only ever known one Chad. All these green life pictures. I think, on my I think, oh shit! Uh, so many pictures of my neo days. Look at me all happy. I 
Do you uh, those memory pictures where, hey, this happened four years ago? Those shits always it, trip me out. It trips me out. Because I'm like, who are these people? I look. I don't know. Less you. bags under my eyes. Right. Uh, or it'll be. Uh, my smile was different. Yeah, <laughs> my smile was different. Or uh, exes, which is always awkward. Yeah. And then. Uh, there's, there's a lot of exes. Or brothers there. who don't show up anymore. And I'm like, oh, right. Oh, oh, Right. Oh yeah, he's a brother. Just oh uh, yeah, yeah I, that guy, that person. Yeah. So. Oh my God, I don't remember any of this. Holy shit. Oh, that's terrible. When you're looking through pictures and you don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I barely remember my prom. Oh my God. It means prom was popping. That means it was a shit. Uh, or well, um, no, never mind. Um, Alzheimer's is not popping, so. It yeah. is not popping. They can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember anything. Oh my Never god. I, I just saw this picture recently. Fucking hell. I think I reported it as abuse. You so probably Facebook, did. Facebook you, took it down. You fucking jerk. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. It's so rude. Oh, there it is. So this is one of them. Why is, why is this here? What are you doing? Why are you here? Go away. Oh. oh. My like GPS being thing is... attacked by the the phones. It's... That's how the government tracks us. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I, yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. So I keep my phone at fascinations. I don't. <laughs> I text someone at fascinations, and they text you, and then they. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my ignore the little GPS yeah, thing right there. But yeah, so that is me spitting a yeah. poem. At like a little mini open mic that me and my friends did. That's at my ex best friend slash ex. It's at her old apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we all had like a bunch of poems and we just spit them in the yard. And it was dope because like we're all sitting out there like in the grass and shit chilling. Uh huh. It's fucking amazing. That's great. So yeah, we did we did shit like that all the time, man. And yeah. It's. Oh, actually, I think this is where it is. I have a better picture. Do, do, do. That's so many Greek pictures. I was such a Neo. Yeah. That's sickening. It happens. Oh, when? Ah, oh. that one. Oh, yep. I love I like that, that angle. Yeah. yeah. And you're looking my at friend, favorite, yep. My friend Paul, He, I remember, he was like laying in the grass. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, trust me. I was like, all right. So I'm reading and he's just snapping away and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, he sent me that picture and I was like, wow. I was so skinny back then. Jeez. I think that was after my freshman year. Yeah. High school, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That that was uh, freshman year of college when when I went back to LA. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a welcome back thing that we did where we talked about our first years and... All of that cute shit. Cute shit. I think that's the only time uh, someone can lay in the grass and go, trust me, and it turns out okay. Right. I can't really think of another. Right. No. I can't. No. I can't think. Just trust me. I'll be down here. What? (laughs) Okay. I'm going to be good. All right. Just do what you're doing. It's okay. All right. I'm not worrying. What? What? Sucks. Why does uh, everyone want to contact me right now? Why? What do you? Because I I told everybody on MySpace and uh, Black Planet and Grinder and um, Tinder that oh we would be God. doing this. Um, Why would you do that? <laughs> I need to add. Uh, this is also on Christian Mingle. We're live streaming on Christian Mingle. It better um, be on Farmers Only. 
Oh, uh, I have a deal coming up with them. Okay. Uh, it'll be the next episode, but I can, okay, I cool. can upload cool. all the old ones to, awesome. to it. Um, you sponsors. Have to be lonely, uh, oh, God. FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> you better get money for that. Um, some of it. You should just end it right there. <laughs> uh, what's a writing block for you? What's a common mm. writing block? A common writing block for me, it's not even necessarily a subject, but they, there are times when I've been writing consistently and then it comes randomly. Like I can have full head of steam and I'm going, I'm going, and then all of a sudden. Yeah? Yeah. There have been times I'm sitting there because I do it all on my phone now mm-hmm. and I'm typing around. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just done. There that goes. Uh, yeah. And it's it's almost like I related to someone drawing the cartoon and then they haven't finished drawing the scene. Uh-huh. And it's just it's the half blank. Of it. yeah, yeah, or blank. It's just, yeah. it's just blank. And I'm like, Well, that was fun. That was and sometimes it's like sometimes it, it, it'll last for a while. So like sometimes I'll be going for days and I'm like all of these ideas, all this energy. And then other times, it's literally five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, let me write this. Let me write this. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, it's almost shit. like someone took an, uh, an hourglass and just go. Yeah. And I'm just like watching the sand. Like, ah. <laughs> it also depends on my mood. Like, sometimes my mood will just keep me from writing. Like, yeah. Sometimes I'll have all the presence in mind. Like, okay these feelings and we get this shit out yeah and then I sit down to write and nothing yeah like nothing will come or if I am able to write I don't like any of it yeah which is even worse cause then I'll read and I'm like this is shit <laughs> but I'll keep it mm-hmm. just in case I go back to like actually this is actually kinda good right you know? so I have a lot of unfinished poems or just there are some entries that are just a few words mm-hmm. and I'll go back and I'm like was I going with this? Right. <sighs> Whatever. I'll figure it out later. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, another thing that stood out, and um, and I think this comes from me being an actor, but also being super insecure, is when uh, I would go to open mics and I'd see people. Mm-hmm. And I I love that you say, you know, it's, it's your truth and mm-hmm. you're going up there and you can't really fail. Right. But inside, I'm like, I've seen people, though, that are like, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. it's just, yeah. and I go, <laughs> And I, and I I I'm sure they put their all into it. I'm like, yeah, but you're like, what the? Mm. Did you have to share this? <laughs> this ain't it, chief. <laughs> this ain't this ain't it, chief. This ain't it. They're I, Native American. <laughs> that's why. It's not everybody who's sensitive. They were actually Native American. It was an actual thing. It happened. Um, so oh, shit. I don't. You don't have to say if, if you've ever thought that. Oh, so I have. Okay, cool. Oh, I all right. So cool. I definitely have. I. I have gone to many, many open mics and I have listened to people and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh-huh. What, what are you doing? Uh, this needs more work. I've done shit and then in the middle of me reading it, been like, oh, why the fuck did I read this? Uh-huh. I have to finish it now. Like, And luckily for me, when that used to happen, whatever energy I had would just... Pfft, go out the window because I had that thought or that realization 
Now I can push through it. And usually mm-hmm. people will be like, yo, that was really good. I'm like, no, what? Shut up. Huh? Shut your mouth. Yeah. I, like to my friends that go to my open mics and shit, like, oh, that was like the last one I did. I hated the poem I did. Oh, yeah? Hated it. Uh, can I ask why? I, it, was, it wasn't written for a performance. Mm. It's a good poem. But when I know I'm going to perform something, I maybe, I don't, I don't really edit my poems, but I write it with the presence in mind, like, I'm going to perform this. Right. So I already know what my cadence should be like or what, you know, how I should say certain words or take certain pauses. With that poem, it was a poem that I had written, like, last year, found it and was like, oh, this is really good. I'm going to perform this because I don't have anything new. Mm-hmm. And I read it and got reactions out of the crowd, but midway through reading it, I was like, hmm? this wasn't meant for a performance. Oh, this no. was Because I, I think the subject was like, it had something to do with sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was it was that moment leading up to sex. Yeah. So like, you know, when you were first dating your wife mm-hmm. and you knew she was coming over. Yeah. And we've never um, had sex, by the way. Oh, so I don't know if oh, this is. Oh, shut the hell up! You <laughs> have a child. There's ways around that. <laughs> I mean, I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, sure. But that that anticipate anticipation mm-hmm. when she's coming over, and you're like. You do extra cleaning or whatever, uh-huh. like you set the mood and everything, yeah. and you're checking everything in your place. Like, okay, all right, cool. So she walks in, it's gonna be great. I wrote a poem about that feeling, yeah, because that was always like the dopest feeling to me. Like, yeah, you're, you're excited, yeah, okay. So I wrote about that, fucking great. But performance wise, I was like, nah, this no. ain't it. <laughs> Damn, this ain't it, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so I finished it, and a lot of people came up to me. They were like, yo, I relate to that. Like, I know that feeling. And I'm like, yeah, cool, which is what I want. Uh-huh. I want that recognition. But at the same time, I'm like, I shouldn't have performed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should have been something that just came from the vault. Right. <laughs> I was, like, kicking myself. Like, why'd you read that? <laughs> you should go back up there this, and read something yeah. else. Redeem yourself. Fight everybody in the crowd. <laughs> Give them head injuries <laughs> so they all forget. Okay. Okay. Don't remember this. this. Um, what is so someone's coming over what is your one thing if you can only do one thing to get ready hmm. for the sexy time if I can only do one thing yeah mine is cry I have to make sure because if I cry if I don't I'm gonna cry during I feel that and, yeah okay I feel that so you get it out of the way yeah get it out of the way hmm you can't do all the stuff I can't that do you all usually the stuff. do you only have time to do one I only have time to do one. Ah, see, my room is usually pretty clean, so I won't say clean. Damn, oh, that's hard. Penis. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a toss-up between having my music set Mm -hmm. or having my incense. Because both contribute to calming me down. Yeah. And like setting the mood, so it's like, as long as I'm calm, I'm good. Yeah. Um, cause like with my last relationship, I remember like, I get very antsy, and I'm like, oh shit, she's coming through. Hell yeah! Oh, it's gonna be dope. I'm just glad, she, and not even like four seconds. I'm like, I'm just happy she's coming over. Yeah. And so, I I'd be all antsy and shit. I'm like, you need to calm down. Like, break yeah. it down a bit. Yeah. Why are you pacing? <laughs> so, I usually have my music playing. I'm like. 
I'm mellow now. Cool. So one of those two. I'm I'm leaning more towards music. Yeah. Gotta have my music playing. Do you have you have a playlist? Then? Oh yeah. I think everybody has. A playlist. Oh yeah. What what's your playlist uh, name? It's called it's called the mood. The one mood. word. Okay. Because it's not necessarily just about sex. Although there's a lot of sex music on there. Yeah. But a lot of the music I have on there is also shit that I would smoke to. Mm. Or just shit that I would just, whenever I'm feeling a chill vibe, I have that music on there. Which is weird because I have another playlist specifically for chilling and vibing and writing. So a yeah. lot of the same music is on that playlist. Yeah. So like, uh, my my best friend, we have such a long history, she would come over but she'd be like, wait, which playlist is this? And I'm, no. like, I'm like, oh, it's just, it's the chill one. She's like, I've definitely heard this on the other one. I'm like, yeah, well, it, it overlaps. I don't know what to do. Should I take my clothes off? Or should I? <laughs> right. Should we just and, hang out? And that's the real shit. It's like, oh, but I'm, I'm feeling these things. And I'm like, well, this is just the chill playlist. You can't get mad at me. Right. You like my music. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't, I haven't used that playlist in a long time. Ladies, I mean, come through. I'll bake for His phone you. number is no. Um, <laughs> how does um? Cause you're twenty-seven. No, twenty-five. 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 I'm young. So um, again, I'm eighty-four years old. What? Uh, I knew him. So uh, <laughs> Mango Loco was my uh, stripper name. So. <laughs> That's, that's so appropriate. <laughs> it's so fitting. It's like he's kind coming of fruity this, and kind of crazy. Yeah. Mango, Mango Loco. He looks Hispanic, but he's not. <laughs> um, how? I'm in that weird bubble where social media just started mm-hmm. right when I was in high school. So MySpace, right? And then Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just exploded with everything. Yeah. Um, and I remember that's where I started putting my poems. Yeah. Was MySpace, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Um, and then seeing people comment on it or giving me critiques about stuff mm-hmm. encouraged me. How has social media, if at all, uh, affected uh, your writing? Or it's honestly, it's, it's given me a platform. Like, because of social media, a lot of people have been in tune with my work and it's, it's, allowed me to connect with people so like i'm a part of this collective called um the rooted minds collective and it's through uh one of my friends company i am root Mm -hmm. they do open mics all the time which actually there's like two coming up oh shit yeah yeah there's one on the 7th Okay. That's a that's a Sunday. Sunday, yeah. I'm supposed to do it set a set there, but I'm not entirely sure because there's a bunch of shit happening that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're supposed to do. We have the open mics every second Friday, so yes. I, I so I think we're gonna still do that one too. So I I don't know, um, but yeah, my whole contribution to that group or even being a part of that group is through social media, so. You know, it. I started out, and man, when was the first time I posted anything on Facebook? I don't think I posted any poetry on Facebook until, like, I was in Neo, I think. Okay. Um, and the one I had posted, matter of fact, because I think you had actually commented on it. It was one that I written, I had written about my dad. 
and like yes. my aunt had commented on it, my mom did, like a bunch of people, and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. And that was a very vulnerable poem, mm-hmm. and I had written that maybe years before then. So it took me a while to get used to that, like people commenting on it, because I'm like, I'm just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, it was something I became known for, like with my friends, within the Greek community and everything else. It just, you know, people people would see me post stuff and they're like, oh shit, you write poetry? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. When did you write this? I'm like, this this is a throwaway. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, my mom, <laughs> my mom and I got into it recently. She was like, you need to stop posting on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, why? And she was like, because you don't want somebody to steal your stuff. I'm like, I'm an artist. <laughs> right. If someone gets famous off of one of these throwaway poems, I mean, good for them. Mm-hmm. I write poetry all the time. I'll write something else, you know? But yeah, she was like, you can stop posting on Facebook. Somebody will steal your shit. Right. <laughs> so, Damn. it's... And that's the age we live in. I know, man. yeah. Like, well, everything's so instant. And everything, everything is so is open. Everything's so, instant and open. So, it's a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's been mostly a gift for me. So, right. it's cool. Yeah. Um, there was a story you shared. Uh, yeah. And I remember writing, uh, what was the performance that stood out? And then you just you spoke about it randomly. Mm. Um, if you could share that. Oh, yeah. So uh, one that stood out was... It was the one that my mom came out here for, I think. Yeah. It was the one where uh, you were at ASU. And I think it was oh, the... Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. The Welcome Black Poetry. Yes. Explosion. That's what it was. It was that one. Yeah. So, I love that story. Yeah. So if you so, could share it. <laughs> so... Um, I was contacted. Now they do it differently. Now you have to, like, audition and shit for it. At that time, you didn't Mm because it was just really starting out. And so someone had contacted me and was like, hey, you should perform at this. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm thinking it's just going to be in, like, some smaller ASU classroom or whatever. And... For whatever reason, I never looked at, like, on the flyers and shit, they put the location. For whatever reason, I never looked at that. Damn it, Brandon. I, <laughs> I never, I knew it was going to be in the MU, but I was thinking it was going to be one in one of those side classrooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I'll do that. And <laughs> um, the guy who was hosting uh, is this poet, and actor named Mums, and I had seen him on uh, Deaf Poetry Jam. So I knew who he was, and I was like, holy shit, though, this is huge. And I know a lot of people don't know who this is, but this dude uh-huh. is fucking great. Um, and so I like knew it was going to be a big event, but I hadn't actually thought about it. Because I know if I did, I was going to psych myself out. So I get to the MU, and I'm like, like the same thing with <laughs> Greek events, is I like, just follow the crowd. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, wait, they're going... They're going into the ballroom. Oh, shit. Um, okay. All right. And I walk in. A sea of black people. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh huh. This is way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I can't really back out now. So I meet with the other artists. And there's a bunch of guys there who were fucking huge. And a lot of other guys that I knew that were just starting out as well. And so they're going through the lineup. And 
there's one guy who I, I knew his work was the shit, but he, um, I don't think he can make it, so they were gonna play a video. Mm-hmm. And they're like, B, you're on second. And I was like, uh-huh. What? Okay, uh, all right, I guess. And so I were right after that going back out into the hallway. Because also, I don't memorize my poems. I always read them off my phone, or back then I was writing them. Mm-hmm. So I would just read whatever paper or whatever book I had. And that was the first one that I ever memorized. So I had like these like tattered pieces of paper with the poem on it. And I'm running through them in my, in my head, saying them to myself, going through it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm nervous. And, like, my friends are there. My brothers are there. So they're walking up like, yo, can't wait to see you kill it. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And so <laughs> the event starts. I don't even sit near my brothers or anything. I'm like, I need to be close to the front so that way this walk-up isn't slow. Uh-huh. I can just get on stage, do my thing, hop right back off. So... uh the guy who's hosting mom's like, he's doing his thing or whatever. He says a little something. They play the video for the first guy. And then he's like, all right, this next guy. Um, and I I wasn't going by my poet name yet. Mm-hmm. So I was still going by Brandon Smith. Mm-hmm. And so um, he's like, this, they had us like say like a little introduction. So like, oh, this next guy is coming from Los Angeles, California. He's been writing for this many years, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, Brandon Smith so everybody's clapping everybody's cheering my brothers are there so they're loud and I walk on stage like he dabs me up I walk on stage and then like <laughs> I look up <laughs> and then I see the crowd no like, oh. <laughs> and so I like performances where I don't have to use a mic because yeah. if I can project yeah it, like the nerves kind of go away a bit um, so I tried to do it. I was like, can everybody, like, can everybody hear me if I don't use the mic? They're like, nah, just use the mic. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. Damn. This is awkward. Yeah. So I had the paper with me and I was like, so I've, I've never memorized my poem before. This is the first time I got my paper with me just in case. So just bear with me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay, you got, you know, like it reminded me of like my aunties and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, got, you got it, baby. Go ahead. Do yeah. Thing. So I remember tossing the paper down on the stage and this lady thinking, that was a mistake. What if, oh, you, what if you need it? Damn. But I was like, whatever. Th- throw the safety net away. Uh-huh. So whenever I perform, I always give backstory to my poems. And so I gave backstory. I'm like, I think the poem was called Tired and Frustrated. I was like, this started out uh, being called The Fuck, TF. But it also is Tired and Frustrated. And I'm going to just dive right in. Um, and... It starts out with me saying, I am tired and I'm frustrated. And I'm frustrated because I'm tired and I'm tired because I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. And instantly people were like, "Hmm, I heard that. And I'm like, yes, I got got it. So I had a part. I always try to connect with the crowd because it just it eases my tension. And I find that audiences like that. And there's one part. Where I said, I'm, I was like, get this, I'm going into debt for a better life that I might not even see. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped and I ad-libbed and I was like, because ASU 
is charging me these crazy fucking rates. And the crowd lost it. They're like, hell yeah, fuck that. And like, because there's a lot of black people there, a lot of them were from like California and Detroit, like other states and shit, a lot of transplants. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them were like, yo, hell yeah, say that shit. And it was like, I don't know if you've seen videos of like Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, yeah. Where like the whole crowd is like standing up like, all that shit. That's what it was. And I was just like, okay. Yes. This works for me. All right. So then I got back to the poem, finished it, and I think I ended it with, like, I'm just another end. Can I, can I say nigga? Oh. I'm going to say nigga. Yeah. Whoever's <laughs> offended, fuck yeah. whatever. I was like, because I'm just another nigga with a degree. Uh-huh. And that's the way I ended it. And I walked off stage, and they were like, okay. And Mums, he walks up, he dabs me up, and, like, pulls me, and he was like, yo, you killed it, brother. And I'm like, what? And he, he like, said something about it. He was like, that last line. I felt that, and I was just like, recognition. <laughs> there was one poet there. He goes by uh, Truth Be Told. Mm-hmm. He's huge, like, is regularly hosting open mics, performing across the country, has a book and all kind of shit. He came from across the ballroom. You know how big that ballroom is. Yeah. He yeah. was clear on the uh, in the other corner. We had an intermission. He came from way over there. To give me my props. And uh-huh. I was like, what? Like, I look up to you. He was like, you did that shit, brother. And I was like, damn. Yo. <laughs> yo, I'm out here. I'm doing this shit. Yeah. And it was, the rest of the show like was great. And I was glad that I went earlier because some people that, truth be told, went up. And I was like, if I had to follow him, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Because he has this thing that he does when he says a dope line. Um, and I feel like it's a thing amongst I've only heard it with Phoenix artists but he has this thing that I want to say that he came up with that the crowd can yell out rewind oh and he does it oh I've seen him yes yeah yeah. so he had a bunch of those moments and I was like yo this shit's dope bring it full circle I did a performance I want to say last year or the year before um, the Gammas and the Zetas had an open mic Mm-hmm. And I did a performance there, another perform, another poem that it was my first time memorizing it. And one of the ladies in the crowd, I said some line, and she was like, rewind. And I was like, <gasps> you got it. Me? You got the rewind? Oh, yeah, I got the rewind. And I went back, did it again, and like, yeah, say that shit. So, yeah, that performance was fucking amazing. And I remember afterwards, like, that was the first time that... People had come up to me and like gave me my props, so I was like, "Okay, word, like I can act, I can really do this shit." And to this day, that's the biggest performance I've ever done. Oh, yeah. I I have not done that particular event since then because yeah. now you have to audition, and I always miss the deadline like by a day. Damn. Like I have every intention to do it because Jasmine always puts me onto it because she did it this year and last year. Okay, and. I see it, I'm like, I'm gonna email them, I'm gonna email them, and then I forget, and then it's the last day, or the day after the last day, and I'm like, fuck. So, one of these days, I, I think next year I'll do it, just because yeah. it's a dope event to do, and right. it's, it's an annual thing, so like, and now, especially, I'm known under my poet name now, mm-hmm. 
Which, what's your poet? Yes, my poet name is Shallow in the Deep. Now, yes. to, to explain that, that's also my Twitter handle. Yes. To explain that, when I first started writing poetry, I've always tried to be like very deep. I always try to be like this deep thinker or whatever. So when I was younger, I would talk about deep topics like mental health or love. But if you think of it like a pool, I'm still on the shallow end. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just treading water up above. I'm not actually going deep. So that was always my issue. Like, have a deep topic, but I'm only talking about the shallow parts of it. So that's I fucking I, love that. Yeah, that's how I came up with my name, and I it started out just as a Twitter handle. I was like, you know what? Hmm. This will be my poet name, and yeah. now, like with the collective, that's what I'm known as. So yeah. like anything that I post on the blog, or like we're we're gonna be doing, which also I think next week, I think next Saturday we'll be recording. We're doing our own podcast as well. We're oh, doing a we're yeah. doing a mental health podcast. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's that was another thing uh, that I love that you you two you and Jess were talking about was mm-hmm. the mental health is so important. Yes, but no one wants to talk about right. it. Right. Or I loved when you said, uh, um, "Just pray it away." Yeah. Or God will yeah. God will deal with it. Yeah. And when I was seeing uh, a therapist, and my mm-hmm. mom found I remember hiding it from my mom yeah. first. Yeah. Because she wouldn't understand. And then mm-hmm. she found it. She was like, but you're not crazy, my kid. Right. Like, oh, that's not what that means. That's, that's not so, what this is, mom. It's just, <laughs> mom, leave me alone. And like, so, I was I was really happy because I listened to not this last episode, the episode before that with with Greg. Oh yes. When he oh, said yeah. he was doing therapy, I, I was I was driving home listening to it, and when he said that, I was like. Fuck yes! Oh my yeah. god! Hell yeah! Oh my god! I'm so happy. And I was like walking through Walmart listening to it, yeah. and I had like when he was talking about his grandmother, mm-hmm. talking about his mom. I stopped and I was just like, "Yes, this is literally what I talk about yeah. all the time." And I just I had a moment. People were looking at me crazy in Walmart, and I was like, "That, that fuck you!" <laughs> we're all here at Walmart together. <laughs> my friends are healing. Damn yeah. It. Yeah, I I fucking love that yeah. because and you know it's like you said that's that's the stigma and uh-huh. what I've come to realize I saw a tweet the other day that someone had said I wish this generation would get out of this self diagnosis era which I understand because mm-hmm. a lot of people have been saying like oh I have depression or oh I have anxiety but you know and uh, I realized my mom would say this all the time too is like well if you're around that all the time like. You're gonna think you have it, mm-hmm. and it's like, so like, why would you, why would you surround yourself with those people? And I'm like, because they're still good people. Yeah. Like, they're just dealing with some shit. She always thought that I was surrounding myself with people who were dealing with shit because it validated me, which in a way it did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was one of those things where it was like, these are my people. These are my friends. They just so happen to be going through shit. Mm-hmm. So if I can help them in some way, or we can help each other, why not? Right. You know? And with our generation, it's like, we're the most educated and least paid gen- generation. Yeah. If you think about yeah. everything that we've dealt with as a generation, everything we've seen technology-wise, yep. pol- politics-wise, it's everything. Every fucking thing is changing so rapidly, like... Yeah, this shit's gonna fuck with you. Like, especially right. in this day and age. To be a person of color in this day and age. Oh. My God. Oh, like, shit. 
I saw something else that it said that like high school students now are more stressed than psychiatric patient patients in the forties or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Something absurd. And I'm like, to simply exist in this day and age is a fucking burden. Yeah. So yeah, we should probably get out of this whole self diagnosis shit, but at the same time, I looked at plenty of people in my life that were dealing with certain things that I noticed that I was dealing with. And at the very least, it inspired me to get some help, mm-hmm. you know, to like do some research or whatever. Like, hey, I do feel these things. I am dealing with this. Holy shit. This might be an underlying cause. Yeah. But I realize a lot of our parents, they operate under the notion of once you label yourself with something, that's it. That's it. You're, that's, that's, that identifies that's, who you are. Yeah, that identifies who you are. But it's like, no, let's take that a step further. Yeah, this is a part of me. Mm-hmm. But now that I have a name to this shit, I can deal with it. Right. I can go from here. It's like if you have a fucking stomach ulcer or some shit, or you have some kind of intestinal damage, but you don't know what the fuck it is, you go to the doctor. Right. And then they give you a name for it. And then mm-hmm. they say, this is what it is. This is what you can do to fix it. Uh-huh. Same shit with mental health. Yeah. But people are afraid to go get help. Yeah. It's in, like, I know like, with, with black and brown communities, they're, they're afraid of looking crazy. And I'm like, I'll be crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I've been called worse. Yeah, like, yeah. Now it's almost like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah, I know. But yeah. I'm still out here, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? So I did the same thing. Like, when I first started doing therapy, shit, I didn't tell my mom. Mm-hmm. It was easier not to tell my mom because I live in another state. Right. Oh. You know, the first time I had that conversation with her, she thought that I was trying to be like my dad because he mm-hmm. has depression. Okay. And I dealt with a lot of that. Um, his depression led him to get into drugs and shit. And a lot of his depression, as my mom says, was self-inflicted, mm-hmm. which I've definitely seen. So my mom always thought that I had some some like weird fascination with it and wanted to have some kind of connection to him with that. I'm like, no, my connection to him is my poetry. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything else from him, you know? Yeah. This I've just been able to notice that okay, these are his mood swings. This is what he does. You're favorite telling me like some of my mannerisms are like his. Well, this is what I know I've seen with him. This is what I'm noticing in me. You know, so it's literally just seeing examples of it and be like, okay, let's see if this applies to me. Right. And then doing something about it. So, yeah, I, it took me a while to tell her. Yeah. And when I finally did tell her, I was like, look, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. Um, I'm not on meds or anything because I don't even like taking a leave. <laughs> so, no. yeah, I don't. I, I'd, I'd rather just suffer through it. Huh. I, I don't know why I've always been like that as yeah. far as taking pills. I can take vitamins all day. Okay. But taking pills for headaches or whatever, I've never liked it. And I don't oh, know shit. why. Yeah. Because there's no one in my family that has like a pill addiction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody that was addicted to pills until I got to college. Yeah. You know? So it's just something in me. It's just something right. So yeah. with doing therapy, that was my main thing. Right. I told my therapist, if I can avoid it, I do not want to be on meds. Yeah. If I absolutely cannot avoid it, okay, fine, whatever. But I want to try my hardest not to be. Mm. She's like, okay, we we can do that. 
So I used I used Talkspace. I mean, you and Greg were talking about it. Yeah. Pricey is all hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was telling me. As fuck. Yeah. But when I got it, I didn't have insurance at the time, so I was like, well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's something. Yeah. And he, Greg mentioned like the little discount from the read. Yeah. That's exactly where I got it. Perfect. From. That's so when he said that, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I got it, and it was working for me. So it was yeah. like, okay. I budgeted my money in the way that I was like, okay, this is what I can afford. This is what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do this. And I got lucky enough to have, um, like he was saying in that discussion as well, I my therapist is a black woman. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was like talking to my mom without talking to my mom. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Um, and luckily for me, and this, I, I won't say her name because it might get her in trouble or whatever um she she and i have built this rapport to the point that like she was like we can do informal sessions off the record it doesn't have to be through talk space or whatever like this is my line because you know i respect what you're doing i respect the work that you have been doing Mm -hmm. here's my number i was like okay cool awesome so now it's like I'm talking to family. That's the way it feels. Mm-hmm. And we've we've never actually met in person. We've done like the video chats or whatever. And she's cool as shit. And now it's it's gotten to the point now where I'm like, okay, I don't need this subscription anymore to Talkspace. Mm-hmm. Now it's more so checking in. Right. You know, so like she'll she'll text me on a weekly basis. Cause at towards the end of my subscription, that's what we were doing. We're just doing the messaging. And She'd call me every now and then, and she would reiterate, like, call me at any time or text me at any time. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. That's really great. Yeah. So I, I got lucky. I got mm-hmm. lucky with that. So it comes in handy because it's yeah. like, cool. I know I can turn to you. You can give me some kind of advice or whatever. And at one point, she did suggest a psychiatrist. She was like, I suggest you go to one just to see, you know, just get in more in depth with it. To see if you do need meds. And I did. And thank God I don't need meds or whatever. Because mm-hmm. the psychiatrist I went to was like, oh, yeah, no, you don't you don't need meds. Mm-hmm. If you were, he's like, <laughs> I distinctly recall him saying that the work I had been doing had been working. And he was like, if you stick with this, you don't need meds. If you feel like it's slipping more... We can talk about it. We can talk about some little dope shit stuff. But at this point in time, I don't think you do. I don't right. think you need it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm good with that. Right. I'm cool with that, you know? So. That's good. It wasn't just, here's some pills. Right. Feel better. Right. And to bring it back to education shit, I saw that a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I saw that. A- I remember when I was younger and my teachers talking to my mom about putting me on meds because I was hyperactive. Okay. But being a child, being, and a, being a, a fucking regular... child that okay. wasn't being stimulated. Luckily, my principal at my elementary school who was dope as fuck, he knew me. He knew all of his students by name. And that was a big ass elementary nice. school. But he especially knew me cuz one of his favorite students. Yeah. And I remember he stepped in. Like my teacher was saying that shit. My mom went to my principal and was like this lady's crazy. She said my son needs to be on meds. And he was like, Brandon? Nah. 
Nah. And I remember him talking to me. He was like, what are you doing in class? But I get in trouble because I talk a lot. Why are you talking? Because I finished my work. Hmm. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you in a third grade class. Listen, no. It started out in first grade. Okay. He tried it with a bunch of students. And he was like, we'll put you in the second grade class. See how you do. I did well. So when I got to second grade, I knew all the shit already. Uh-huh. So he was like, we'll put you in the third grade class. Cool. Then it was, you want to stay in the third grade class? Yes, because all these kids in the third grade class are my friends that I made in the second grade class. So right. yeah, I want to do that. He was like, all right, cool. Done deal. You're in third grade now. So it all worked out. Yeah. But he had the the insight in mind to be like, right. no, we're not going to put this kid on meds because he talks a lot or because he's hyperactive. He's fucking six years old. Yeah. Of course he's going to be yeah. hyperactive. What kid isn't? Yeah. You take a kid from fucking recess, they're going to be active. Yeah. <laughs> like an object in motion is it's going gonna to stay. Continue. It's going to stay in motion. And he, he just took a few minutes to ask questions. He took a few minutes instead to ask just, questions. Instead of shut up, sit in your seat. Exactly. He just asked you a couple questions. Exactly. And then he figured it out. And he asked me right then and there in front of my mom. I was like, uh-huh. hey, what do you want to do? I was like, well, my friends are in this class. It'd be nice to be with them. And he's like, all right, cool. That's what we'll do. And he looked at my mom and he's like, you're good with this? And she's like, yeah, that's what he wants. Yeah. And it worked. Mm-hmm. Because and I'm, I'm still forever grateful for that because it... it I feel like that doesn't happen. No. For my principal to do that. Not the counselor, not the nurse, whatever. My teacher literally said, I basically, I don't know how to handle this kid. He talks a lot. Him getting in trouble doesn't, me moving him does nothing because he's friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. But he's doing his work. That should tell you, I'm not stimulated. Like, yeah. simple. And in my mind as a kid, I, I never thought that I was smarter than other kids. I always figured... These are all my friends. We're all the same age. If I'm finishing my work, they must be finished too. So yeah, I'm gonna talk to my friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm in my mind I wasn't being disruptive. I didn't understand that until they moved me into the other class. And they're like, mm-hmm. We're gonna put you in this class because, you know, you're smart and we think you can handle it. And I'm like, All right, cool. Whatever. This is fun. Yeah. And it was just it was natural to me. The way they explained it to me it wasn't like, oh, yeah, you're better than these kids or whatever. Or They never use the word special, right? which is fucking great. Mm-hmm. They never use that word. They're like, you're normal. You just you just need more work. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool, whatever. I love work. This is yeah. cool. I like math. He Let's met you this. where you were at developmentally. Exactly. Instead of- exactly. And I wish I still had that fucking drive. <laughs> <laughs> that motivation. Damn. My God. <laughs> I was such a smart kid. Jesus Christ, where did it all go? This, I, th- I feel like it's going to the, the poetry and my cheesecake. There it is. No, I'm just kidding. But the, the energy is still going towards helping people. Yeah. And then that, that when you came and spoke at the event, yeah. it, it woke something up in me again. That I was like... I'm so uh, happy fuck. about that. Okay, fuck, fuck writing. But uh, <laughs> when you did it, I was like, yeah, I remember pouring shit out. And I, yeah. I, had, a, I had a therapist who, who gave me pills. And mm. it... It made some things better, but then it elevated the right. worst parts. Right. And right. so I was like, uh, and so I stopped taking those. Yeah. And then you reminded me, you and the other people in the room reminded me. So sure, you're not doing schoolwork, but I mean, I think I think the stuff you're doing yeah. is inspiring, and you're 
yeah. and it's helping I, a lot of people. So, dude, that that event was so fucking amazing. Yeah, like when I when I got the message because Jasmine hit me up first, and then Josh hit me up. Yeah, and I was like, Yo, y'all really want me to do this? Like, yeah, I, I, I said yes without even thinking. I was like, Yeah, of course, of course. Uh-huh. And then I was sitting there like, What the fuck am I gonna say? Uh-huh. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I, I typed up this whole, like, fucking, like, lesson plan, pretty much. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I can talk about this. We can bring it here, bring it here. And then, like, the day of, I sent it to Jasmine. I was like, so this is what I got. And she was like, holy shit, this is good. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so when we got there, like, she was, I remember she had been texting me. She was like, you think a lot of people are going to show up? I was like, no. 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 I was like, it's, it's better if it's all a few people. Oh, yeah, better. I think it helped a lot. So that was the perfect amount of people. I was uh-huh. like, yes, because now we can make it very intimate because poetry in itself is very intimate. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I needed. And the funny thing about it is doing that is exactly what I wanted to do career-wise. Oh, awesome. Yeah, like yeah. My, my end goal was to be a professor teaching creative writing. Yeah. So literally what we were doing, I was like, Oh yeah, I could do this. This is that's this. This is and I don't know if you if you noticed like when I was standing at the podium, I was just like hmm. Hello everyone. Yes. <laughs> I like this. Oh shit. I like this. Yeah. I can, and that's why I wanted I want to make it a regular event because That'd be great. Like I didn't expect everyone to I didn't expect everyone to actually write and I didn't expect everyone to perform. Uh-huh. Like actually get on stage and read. But like your poem uh, oh, who else's poem was it? Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, um, he has kind of long hair. He was wearing Danny. Uh, yes, Danny. Yeah, his poem, dude. I was sitting there like almost in tears, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I wasn't ready. I yeah. wasn't ready. But both you guys going up there, really everyone, but especially you two, reading your poems, I was like. Oh, we gotta keep this going. Yeah. This needs to be a regular thing. Yeah. Because it I feel like anyone can write poetry. And I feel like it's so freeing. Oh yeah. Like it's so freeing. It's so healing. Like to see you guys go up on stage and read your stuff. Like and like that look afterwards when you like when you stepped on stage, you're like, whoa. Did that and I was like, yeah, yes. It was a, it was yes. such a, a re- yeah, a release is yeah. the best thing. And yeah. I remember when y- y'all said just just write. Yeah. And I said uh, okay. And then it, it's I don't know if this happens to you, but it's it's a weird thing where everything becomes hazy and I just start yeah. writing. Yeah. And then I, and just I read it later when I'm when I'm sober, I guess. And yeah. I go, oh, fuck. And so I read Whoa. it. Oh. And it was just this whole thing of, I don't want to be the dad to my son that my mm-hmm. dad was to me. And I was doing fuck, man. That and shit resonated with me so <laughs> much. So, I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting to get in my feelings. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to shed tears today. Yeah. But it just it reaffirmed, like, okay, this is where we were all supposed to be. We mm-hmm. all needed this. Yeah. And so, I remember like leaving that day, and I was like, oh, I need to write more because this mm-hmm. was really good. Like, I want to do this again. And have more to say. Like if we if we can somehow make it like a monthly thing, I want it to that be that be frequent. Amazing. Yeah, I want it to be that frequent. Cause then I figured I have connections with other artists. Yeah, 
we can make this a regular thing and it can blow up to the point that like we have like actual poets who travel the country doing that shit come out and speak yeah. and run a workshop we can have it where we can turn that into an open mic you know what i mean right so there's so much potential with that and i really want to capitalize on it just because i feel like it would actually do some good for yeah. all of us yeah so that'd be amazing i, I talked to some of my brothers about it and i told because a lot of them knew that i was doing it, and they were like yo how'd it go and when i told them they were like oh shit that's awesome so yeah. i'm like yeah you pieces of shit y'all should have been there you <laughs> bastards yeah. <laughs> damn yeah. Like, but if it's just that group I am okay with that right I am perfectly fine with that yeah it doesn't have to be super it, huge it definitely would have changed the dynamic yeah had there been a yeah. lot more people yeah so and so that that intimate environment yeah helped a lot so um, happy so I'm surprised they haven't kicked this out I only have this till three <laughs> uh, so we'll do speed round. Cool. Um, who inspires you to be better? Oh, that's a good one. Um, my friends. Nice. Uh, what do you talk too much about? Feelings. If every time you had sex, it would take off one day of your life, I'd live would forever. You? <laughs> I'd be you would stop up. having sex? I I haven't had sex in like two years. Wait, does like self pleasure count? No, no, no. Okay, good. No, no, I'd yeah. be dead now. I yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd, I'd be dead old days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I'd be immortal. You should not. You should, don't take a black light to this room. That'd be. <laughs> I was waiting a long De- time. Definitely no. don't take a black light. To um, <laughs> what keeps you up at night? Um, usually my own mind. Okay. Usually, sometimes Twitter. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um, and then the last one. Uh, what meal reminds you of your mom? Hmm. Ah. Mac and cheese, cornbread, and uh, she used to do this stuffed chicken. What? Yeah, it was this stuffed chicken that had like spinach and shit. It was oh, so fucking good. That. That sounds good. So that meal, spaghetti and cornbread. And I know I'm forgetting something that reminds me of her. Anything with ground turkey, because that's all she uses. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't eat beef. Um, I don't. Does she eat beef? Actually, I don't think she eats beef at all. Okay. Uh, unless she like has a steak or whatever. But as far as cooking wise, ground turkey. That sounds good. Always ground turkey. Damn. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, Brandon. I'm. I'm honored. I want to do it again. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll have. Yeah. Uh, more people. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, we'll have we'll find one of these homeless people to be on it. I'm I'm fine with that. I can. Okay. If you want me to bring people, I can. I'm. Oh actually, yeah. I'm supposed to meet up with Yvonne soon. Do you know Yvonne? She's lambda I think if I saw her face, that's a yeah. lot of that's a lot of Greeks. It's yeah. Like, Do you yeah. know uh so and so? Yeah. Like, can I see their face and they'll show you me see their, their face? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. The, I know who the fuck that is. Yeah. I'm going to stop this so I can put my pants back on. Yeah, put your pants back on. Thanks for doing this, Brandon. It's fun. So much fun.